0: Get a gun. Hello and welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode three fifty six, aka Nine Millimeter, for May twenty eighth, twenty twenty. I'm pretty sure I'm your lead host, but Kelly keeps fighting me on that.
2: Trevor,
3: I'm another one of your lead hosts, lead host. Kelly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like a, a second citizen, second class citizen host, Adriel. Yes. Well, you live in Alberta,
3: host. so it's normal.
2: Host, of course.
0: Host oh, of the poor.
2: the oil pours. You, you guys, wait. Oil will come back. I'll be the rich host. Yes, you'll be the you'll be you'll the be, have uh, host, lord over. You guys can be oil. have not hosts. I'll be the have host yeah. once oil comes back. I'm, please come back. Yep. Please <laughs> no, come no. back, oil.
3: <laughs> you, you'll yeah. be the have host. I'll be the one that's you know, you know, I have some stuff, but at least I'm not as bad as the one in Brunswick.
0: Just speaking of things, things coming, speaking of things coming back, back, yeah. There's a doctor in Campbellton, New Brunswick, <laughs> that needs to be tarred and feathered and lynched and <laughs> put in stockade and, and nailed with uh, tomatoes. Um, if he doesn't face criminal charges and um, loses medical license, then I will lose complete faith in what. A little bit of a shitty system we have left. So New Brunswick is going back into phase red because a doctor from the New Brunswick side was traveling at will back and forth to Quebec. And guess what Quebec is full of besides separatist bastards? COVID. (laughs) So he contracted the COVID, was coming back across New Brunswick, not self-isolating like he was supposed to, continuing to work in his medical practice and contaminated, the rumor is, up to 150 patients and 50 uh, healthcare workers, and some
3: cops Agreed. too. Yeah,
0: and cops too. Oh, I don't I know. know. I was just secondhand information. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, to. yeah. A lot of it's secondhand right now. The dust will settle by Monday, but there is a huge wave of testing going on. Okay,
3: so you do know that it all started with one guy in China, right?
0: Okay. Yeah. So uh-huh. now it's. Some I'll start it Yep. you one better make a good in, point fast.
3: It's going to start with one guy in Campbellton. He's going to shut down the borders again so I can't get to The Borders didn't
0: July. open yet. So he didn't shut them down again. They, they're still shut. Not, but not what shut good enough. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're not shut good enough. They're pretend shut. Like most of this is fly by the seat of their pants, make it up as they go. They never actually shut the borders, in my opinion, because there were still 500 cars a day crossing that stupid bridge. Which is. And that's just, just New does. Brunswick cross point. You got American borders, you got Nova Scotia border. Anyway, well, it's supposed
3: to be deemed essential. Or
0: Yeah. They don't have like, doctors in Quebec. They don't have separatist doctors in Quebec.
3: Well, that's probably where his cottage is. Hello, it needs yeah, I to I Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Anyway, fuck this guy. And.
2: <laughs> <sighs> you so, keep
3: in track, Adriel?
2: No. I'm not. I'm going to put an. Ex- I'm going to hit that explicit button on the on the podcast, and I'm going to done. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> jump done. <there> <laughs> Sorry,
0: buddy. All right, let's okay, uh, let's, let's move in, on. Let's this isn't a COVID cast. This is no, a, it's uh, not. Uh, yeah. So, um, what we did this week in guns? Let's jump into that. Which is, as always, brought to us by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. This week, they've got the Vortex Spark Two for two nineteen. 300 to 6,000 hours of battery life, depending on the setting, 2 MOA dot, which is fantastic if you want to get out there to, uh, you know, distance, um, comes with multiple height mounting system, so you can get the perfect cheek weld every time, depending on the firearm you're putting it on,
3: mm-hmm. and it's
0: super lightweight, it's only 167 grams, so uh, that's 5.9 ounces in Freedom Units, so... Either whatever you weigh your weed in or what Americans weigh everything in. You know. We do grams. Either way,
2: it's light. Grams. Yeah. Grams Unless for little one f- little and then ounces for big. Like you want to buy yeah. a lot of weed, it's in ounces, a little in grams. Right. Yeah. How I many? Yeah.
3: We're not yeah, having the like weed, weed talk, talk again. again.
2: Oh. I don't know if it's like that for math, but I true story, yeah, it Andrew, is,
3: actually. Go when ahead. I
0: teach math to some of my students, I, I tell them like, listen, if I ask you how many grams in an ounce, you know it like the back of your hand, right? They're <laughs> like, yeah, of course I do. All right, then you can learn any other math too. Let's go. Yep. If you have a six pack and two friends, how many beer does each person get? And You know, well, like the other thing, okay, am I in the trail or am I in Jacka River? Where am I when the six pack's being split up? Anyway. All right, so uh, I'll get story. us started. I went to the shop a few times to um, see the, see Denise. Joey's back, so I'm out. Um, but I'm still. Oh, really? In yeah. Uh, well, Joey's going to be gone on Monday because of that prick of a doctor. But um, <sighs> yeah, Joey returned to work on Monday. Uh, okay. Was Monday a holiday? Yeah, Monday was Monday Victoria was Day. Victoria so he went in on Tuesday. Okay. So, but I had been in a few times. Um, I sold a few more guns. I went to the range to do some SummerSlam cleanup in preparation of well a whole bunch of stuff. We gotta do a range recertification this year. Um, mm-hmm. and the steel challenge, the fifth annual Ronnie De Group Memorial Steel Challenge was was scheduled, but we've had to change it because of our prick doctor. Um, was scheduled for June sixth, but now we've moved it to the fourth of July.
3: I know, which was what originally?
0: The charity shoot. I
3: don't know. No. I feel sad.
0: Yeah, we all feel sad. Take a um, blue pill and get over it or something. Else. Anyway, um, <gasps> that's my final thing. What I did in guns today before um, the show, I changed the date officially after consulting Muffin to uh, the Ronnie shoot the 4th of July. So, you should be okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'll be there. This is uh, the Ronnie Group shoot. It was supposed to be my last match. And because uh, my master's is starting, and I'll be doing work and stuff, I mean, I probably I'm going to hand it off to Muffin, and I'll probably just show up.
3: So, well, that yeah. might be a good thing. Yeah, show up and shoot it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was supposed to do the Ronnie shoot on the sixth. Yep. An RC race in Fredericton on the thirteenth, and then shooting with the boys on the fourteenth. Yeah. And then another RC race up here on the twentieth, and then back to Fredericton on the twenty-eighth for a two-gun shoot and then start my master's, and now it's all gone to shit, in case you hadn't heard me, because of this prick doctor. So, you know, I, I understand. He's a healthcare professional. And he uh, does everything. He went to school for a long time. He probably doesn't know much about these things. He probably, you know, is not in a position where he'd want to keep himself up to date and abreast of what's happening. Um, so, you know, who am I to blame? The prick. Pedro, <laughs> what did you do?
2: Uh, nothing. I'm gonna go out to the range this weekend. Since this is uh, episode 356, I thought I'd pull out my favorite nine millimeter. Oh, good. I got my finger on. The what tree. do you What do you got for your favorite? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a Shadow Two with some like light modifications on it. I've got cool. a a Delask magwell on there because I usually I just shoot three gun and not F yeah
0: Oh, uh, Adriel, I wish you could try the trigger on this one. And then you would uh, go from
2: light modifications uh, to balls could if deep the border modifications. was this is, open. This is pretty light. This is the competition it. hammer, uh, the short oh, disconnector. Really? Oh, you do springs. have those things. Oh, yeah, I've got all those things.
0: Did you get them from SIBO Weapons over in the Czech Republic? Where you're no, Czechos I got them from
2: A uh, Zone in Alberta. Hey, okay, cool. Quick. But yeah, there's like that's here. That's the take up. And those uh, are new grips too right? uh yeah, you have to get different grips if you go with a magwell because they're they they come up on the on the bottom there, so you need to get short grips, so I've got a blue set that's full and then a black yeah. set that goes along with the uh magwell and if i if I'm going to shoot Ipsic, I pull the grip and the magwell off I put the blue grips on, good to go
3: yeah. uh combien for much for the uh the new magwell and grips.
2: Uh. 130 uh, 130, yeah, from Delask, and that came with uh grips, magwell, and two bumpers. You need to put like bumpers on the bottom of the yep. magazine, otherwise, you can't really seat them, especially on the go. Ram it up there, so that's
3: actually not bad.
2: Um, yeah, and then uh, um, double tap had more bumpers for cheap, so I got I ended up getting Can a get bunch more? from them, yeah.
3: Which color oh. did you get? Because I know they had some colors. I changed.
2: I, I opted for blue just because, like, I, I I lose them in the grass, so I like I like more color. Yes. I only got this in black because that's what they had in stock. Yes, Otherwise, boy. like, more color is better, easier to find. Like the the it's oh, the crappiest shit. thing is going to uh, a three gun match and being like, oh crap, I'm next, and looking at a wall of black guns and being yeah. like, uh, where did I put mine again? And I was like, well, they're oh. all. Yeah, so. you can't
0: pick it out in a crowd like you're a woman. Then you're not handling it enough. Trevor like or Trevor, paint it white. That yeah, out. that's a bit much. That sticks out quite a bit. bit much, <laughs> yeah. Um, shoot. Oh, 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 Adriel, do you remember me saying uh, last week that I had gone to shoot with Filthy and the boys, and that my red back was acting up?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was
0: racking it, racking it. it just didn't feel right. Complete detail strip, removed every component from inside the frame. Mm -hmm. And then by process of elimination, I installed each component one at a time and would rack the slide to feel if it was dragging. And finally, when I got the sear cage back in, that's when the dragging occurred. And I was able to isolate the problem to the ejector, which Hmm. is part of the sear cage. Yep. The ejector somehow managed to get bent to the left, which was causing it to ride on the mm-hmm. side of the slide. So just a minor little tweak with the pliers to bring it back to put the clearance in. And now it's, uh, it's, you know, it feels like it's supposed to feel the clearance is there, super slick. But unfortunately I don't have to tell you or Kelly or any of us that tweak our guns once in a while, as soon as you bend a piece of metal, it it's done. Like it's yeah. you've taken the temper out of it or whatever you've done. I am not sure exactly scientifically what happens to the metallurgy, but when you bend a piece of metal, that's it. It's only a matter of time before that
2: fails and breaks now. So um, it shouldn't like it's, it's kind of like face like that. Right. So you bent it down here. The part that gets all the force should be up here. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, it was bent. So look at my hand. Yeah. It was bent this way into the slide. So I hooked pliers on it and bent it back this way. Maybe it'll be
2: fine, but order another one anyways. I mean,
0: Snuffy had an ejector problem on a 1911. It kept bending. (laughs) Whatever the problem was, it was bigger than what we were able to uh, identify. And so it was bending in, causing a slide just like this. Mm -hmm. We'd bend it back. Eventually it broke no one bothered to tell the gun that it broke and the gun kept running like a top. So, Colt 1911 for the win. And, um, anyway, um, Hmm. yeah, Yeah, I mean, uh, Jeff Jeff found a um, CZ sear cage and he sent that because a lot of these parts seem to be compatible with CZ, at least the springs. I don't know um, if the um, sear cage is going to be or not, but if it is great if not he'll he'll get me one from uh, from phoenix my phoenix order hasn't come in phoenix sent me a jersey I was asking and
3: about that some other
0: stuff to the calgary shooting center they shipped that the day after that my uh, 590 was shipped none of it has arrived we're going on like 3 weeks overdue today a lot of like international shipping
2: has been super super slow yeah
0: yeah but this is not international my international stuff comes within 10 to 14 days seems like and I'm not blaming you Kelly anything that has to go through Ontario shits the bed
3: well I do know that if I send something to Toronto it or receive something from Toronto it took three weeks this month
0: Jesus, so Ontario is the problem
3: So what happens is it has to go from Toronto. It has to go to the sorting center in Mississauga. Then it goes to Ottawa. Then it comes to Kingston to the sorting center. And then it comes to my place.
0: My stuff seems to make as far as Stony Creek and then stops. Stops. Hmm.
3: Who was it? Somebody posted something recently. They ordered something and it was on the way and it got to like Ontario. And then it got shipped and they lived out in New Brunswick and it got turned around. And it was two days later in Alberta. Yeah,
2: there's been a few of those things.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, hey, Trevor, I'm looking at sorry, I thought the ejector was like some spring steel dealy. It's uh like it's pretty thick. That looks like a cast part. Yeah, that's going to if that's bending, that's going to start messing up that yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah, there's the ejector right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good 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 idea to pull the slide off and show that. Thank you. I was curious myself cuz I was thinking like a lot of ejectors are uh, uh just like a stamped piece of metal and usually like that spring steel like you can bend it and it'll be fine but this is a cast part I don't think I don't think the yeah it would take too kindly to bending. Mm -hmm. I wonder what would cause it to bend. Yeah that
0: well see so I went to the range with all of my practice ammo. So my practice ammo is anything that doesn't make it through the Hundo case gauge. But I also had a bunch of other miscellaneous we'll call it ammo. And um this is how the, I got my problem with my Shadow too. <laughs> well, this was my Phoenix. Mm-hmm. The, it's got a match-grade chamber. Stuff that won't run in my Phoenix will run on my Shadow, will absolutely run in 1911, mm-hmm. but won't necessarily run in the Phoenix, which is why I bought the Hundo. So anyway, um, a lot of failures to feed, failures to go into battery, and some of them would lock up really good. And that was due to the overall length of the ammunition. This is stuff that I had acquired wherever along the way. And, um, I never should have tried to put it through my Phoenix, but whatever. Anyway, it's possible that during some of these malfunctions, I got so tired of gripping the frame and hitting the back of the back strap that, uh, I just started slamming my Trigicon into the side of the, uh, the four by four I seem to
2: remember line. you saying that you were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. beat the crap out of it.
0: And, mm-hmm. uh, so
2: I don't know, maybe,
0: um, one Torped of those, it. yeah, one of those yeah. came out with too much force, hit the injector. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's definitely a me problem. It's not a gun problem. I mean, one, I use garbage ammo. Two, I beat the crap out of the gun. So what do you want from me?
2: Yeah. Beating the crap out of it while it was like jammed in some weird way. I'd imagine that would do it. It was too long. Uh, It was locked in there, but a little bit out of battery, and you just whacked it. Maybe that. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm beating on a
0: Ferrari like it's an F-150. You don't treat it that way. I mean, (laughs) I've done that.
2: I, 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 uh, I feel you, and uh, I feel like I have done this. Mortaring cool. rifles. Mortaring nice rifles. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh,
0: in the context of a
2: match, you got to do what you got to do. Got to do it. Yeah. And then you just do that all the time, because it's like that's the where it's
0: that. supposed to work. Yeah. That's the manual arms. That's what you do. Mortar the crap out of it.
2: But yeah. please,
0: if you're going to mortar your rifle two things one muzzle down range two collapse the stock collapse the stock don't put your hand in between <laughs> the if stock cuz you don't collapse the, the stock the receiver <laughs> actually don't collapse the stock but make sure a friend is videotaping it and uploaded to the slamfire radio facebook page please mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, do that uh,
0: <laughs> what she said all right adriel what else did you get up to
2: uh, that's it i, w- I was uh, thinking of maybe going to the uh, uh short park was going to have like a an opener for orps but uh ah, too many things happened this week and i just couldn't get around to it so i might Hmm. still go out to the range i'm not sure i have uh i don't really have anything that i need to do at the range i've got all the uh all my maple seed rifles all how busy are
3: you
2: me yeah uh pretty busy i've got to send some emails still and Still got to do some stuff. No, I'm
3: just but. asking. You said you don't need to go to the range. It's not about need. It's about want.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: so Good, go to Good the point. Range.
2: Good point. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing some fishing and some other stuff as well, too, with the kids. It's it's okay. nice outside. It's summer. Uh, it's 22
3: degrees. Uh, There's
2: 42 no, in my truck today. It's, it's 20 out here. It's very reasonable. I very reasonable. Go. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah it so. never needs to get hotter than 25. Ever. Anywhere. All right. Well, it will. We will continue burning oil, and we will help with that. (laughs) Yes. All right. Uh, That's it it for me. What about you, Kelly?
3: I didn't get to the range. Uh, One reason is because the range that I was planning on going to is only open on Sundays and only booking... um, Time slots, but I also was working. I worked all day sun- Sunday on actual work for work, so I didn't go. Uh, I did though buy a membership for a friend of mine at the CCFR um, because they because of COVID, they can't really afford it, but they, they wanted a membership, so I bought one of those for them. Um, so if you're actually um, wondering, if people do something nice by somebody is struggling by the membership because we want to support the CCFR and other organizations right now that are suing the federal government. Okay. Uh, I did, I was able to finalize uh, some dates for getting down to New Brunswick for maple seed with, uh, and with gallon. Um, but apparently a doctor has screwed that up. So, um, well, it's still going to be looking at maybe potentially uh, some events from happening from July 14th until the, sorry, 17th to the 24th.
2: You should so. just come out to Alberta. You should just come to Alberta. We'll do some maple seeds. We'll go shoot some gophers. It'll be yeah. fine. But you're, be already fine. S-
3: you're already set up.
2: I know I'm already set up. I'm not saying yeah. this is for me. I'm just oh. saying you should just, like, what else are you doing? Working? Well, ah, my
3: lame. Yeah. know. Lame so, I do have to put in my time off for this year, though. So maybe I'll get out there. I have to get someplace. I haven't been using my leave, so. Uh, what else? Oh, I watched the... Did you guys, did you guys watch the Leslin Lewis um, town hall that she did? I
2: don't I even know who that is.
3: She's one of the candidates for this. Uh, the um, conservatives.
2: One of the better ones.
3: She is so. She's not
2: going to win, but she's one of the better ones. Uh, and I'm glad yeah. you brought
0: that up, Kelly. Could you reminded me? Gallon wants to come on next week to.
3: Yeah, yeah. All right.
0: He already bothered you about it. Good. Well, no.
3: So yeah, because I told him I was going to block him. Uh, so. I watched it. He wasn't able to watch. She was working. So I called him afterwards cuz she's his candidate of choice and he's telling everybody. But he has actually some really good points. If we got him on, he's going to tell you about them, but he does have a good point. She's a minority, she's black, she's from Toronto, she's a female, right? Does she's she want to come on the show? Conservative. You know what? That'd be a good idea. I'm going to ask. No
0: her. fucking way.
3: Okay. It's
2: <laughs> a gun show, not a goddamn <laughs> PC show.
3: Why does she talk about guns?
2: What if she talks about gun control? I don't care about anything else, by the way. Mm, I just yeah. care about gun control.
3: It's a really good I'm idea. I'm a
2: one-issue voter, really.
3: You got Gallon or you got Leslin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyways, so I did talk to him last night, and I told him he was right. It hurt when I said that, by the way. And uh, what else did I do? Oh, I ordered some swag from Colin Noir. He has some, some new swag out, and it's about... Uh, Keeping Canada tactical, it's the AR-15 on the map of Canada. So I ordered a T-shirt and a hat. And by the way, Canadian dollar sucks right now. It just it sucks. Um, so it cost me an arm and a leg to get it. Tell across. me about it. I keep you buying R.C. stuff
0: from the states
2: and then have to pay duty on top of it. Yeah, it sucks because thinking- the price of oil sucks.
3: That's
2: right. <laughs> so oil was better. Our we dollar co- would be fantastic. Okay,
3: Adriel is keep talking about oil. Trevor's keep talking about the. Doctor? We were coming
2: out of this
0: thing and you could tell we were coming out of this thing because the price of gas was starting to creep up again. I was like, that's how we know we're free. Gas is going up. <laughs> now gas is going to continue to go up and Camelton's in lockdown.
3: You're absolutely right about that. They're
0: even so. talking about putting a roadblock up to keep my zone closed.
3: <laughs> if they were smart, they To would. keep
2: you closed in, right? To keep the COVID closed in can't there?
0: can do it.
3: Even, <laughs> even when the
0: Emergency Measures Act is in place... You cannot restrict
2: a Canadian's travel. Oh, I was. Uh, I have. I, I think it's funny how you're trying to keep all the Quebecers' uh, cases in Quebec, but it's like now that you have now that you have it there, you like you want to travel free. <laughs> yeah. Ah. No. Nothing. Mm, all
3: right. Uh, don't don't provoke him. Don't stir the pot. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I working. know. It's I know. Cool I'm trouble.
0: I'm not muted. How can, you can't hear me. Uh, no. Can you hear me?
3: Oh, you're breaking now up. Can,
0: yeah. Reboot. I always wanted to keep the borders closed and move freely within my own province.
3: Okay. Well But if
0: somebody wants to cross the provincial border, they can't, unfortunately. They might not get through the first time, but when they come back with a letter from their lawyer or something, they'll get through.
3: Yeah. yeah. They need to to self isolate though, especially if they're coming from Quebec. Like
0: right. There was the there was a house party happening in Quebec not long ago. And there was people from three different provinces there. There's people coming across there, going across the bridge, and trunks of cars to do beer runs and stuff. Like it's just been—I can cool. understand that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Are we done with COVID?
0: I don't know. Are we? Are you running this thing, or am I leaving? I'm
3: not. I'm well, still actually. The...
0: I'll move us on when I'm ready. You don't like I... it? Hang up. You know what? What?
3: I'm not even done what I did in guns this week, so shut up. Hurry up and finish. Who's stopping you? You are.
0: I don't think so. I'm just telling you to let me run the show. And right now, I'm asking you to continue. (laughs) How about that price of oil? (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous.
3: (laughs) Okay. So, I wanted everybody to know that Kelly. when
0: you're over there cooling off, will you make me a
3: sandwich? (laughs) The show will be a lot shorter if I hang up. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so I wanted everybody to know that swivels are now in stock at Project Maple C because they sent them to, we got the fourth order in and I sent it off to Rick. So if you're looking for swivels for your slings, go and contact him or look on the website. The other thing that I also sent out in the mail to a couple of days ago was, it didn't take that long. It was in Ontario. Um, sort up. Uh, I sent out a package to three girls, and the girls, I think, were 11, 9, and I think 7, um, that they were shooting this month's um, May challenge target for Project Maple Seed. It was the COVID challenge target. They were so cute, and they actually were really good shots, but uh, their dad posted it on Instagram, and uh, he tagged Project Maple Seed in the Instagram. I saw that picture. I didn't know that you sent that out. Yeah. And then I said, Send me your send me your address and I'll send you some swag. So I sent them a card, personalized card with um just saying how fantastic they did and keep it up. And then I also sent them uh Meditor Arms drinking um bottles. I sent them some CCFR stickers. <laughs> drinking swag.
0: bottles. You sound yeah. like Trudeau. Like uh, this. water box um water square water cardboard Shut things.
3: Up. Okay. I
0: sent <laughs> some Speaking drinking bottles.
3: And then, and then the uh, <laughs> That's and my then they added the thing that I sent them, I sent them. We got a bunch of books from Ryan Clacker, uh, Clackner. He wrote this book. It's called um, "There's Only One You," the book on gun safety for children. So it's good for kids that are twelve and under, basically about um, firearms, handling them, and being doing responsibly. Right. So I sent them all three of them to it. So I thought it was really cool, and. And that's it. That's all I did with guns. So, there. You, may, you may Wonderful. Good job. Proceed. Okay.
0: Um, I lost my... What am I doing?
3: How much have you had to drink? Show
0: notes. Not enough. Okay. Uh, it's not the drinking. Trust me. Uh, okay. Hey, we've got a new sponsor. TELUS Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. I don't even know what that means. They help them uh, with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchants, pro- merchant processors, and social media. That merchant processor thing is a real thing. did he face some of that, actually? So merchant processors, like, you want to get an ATM or um, uh, a debit machine for your business. They're like, oh, what kind of business do you have? I'm a gun store. No, we don't deal with gun stores.
2: PayPal, all those you guys. You should
0: be able to, like, yeah. sue them for discrimination or some such thing. Oh, they're um, they're businesses.
2: I? They're free to associate with whoever or who, yep. not, not associate with whoever they they want to. True
0: story. They're a private thing. Um, Their mission statement, empower and enable our clients to grow, thrive, and ascend to their maximum contribution in the firearms industry, underscores everything they do. They are firearms enthusiasts and understand firearms culture. They hold open webinars to help firearms businesses get the edge and succeed and are involved in the industry at all levels. They are committed to the success and growth of the firearms community, culture, and lifestyle in Canada and the United States. Learn more at telosalpha.com.
2: Telos, right?
0: uh, Telos, 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 Telos? Telos. Telos, right. It would be Telos. Yep. Yep. Telos, because of the O and stuff. Anyway, so Telos Alpha sponsors the upcoming events section, and uh, there are
2: none. But if there were some, it would be brought to you by Telos Alpha. News: we're getting, we're getting some events in, uh, like our three guns starting back up. We're getting that going. Uh, maple seeds starting back up. We are uh, we are rolling out here. Good, news. Yep. News:
3: Alberta's good. Everybody else, not so much.
2: Uh, yeah. So I don't know. You guys want to talk about the the legal challenge that CCFR is uh, bringing out?
3: Absolutely. Let's talk about it.
2: They're doing it. They said they were going to do it, and they did it. Yep, yep. It's filed. It's official. And people
0: have asked like, how do I donate money just to this? And I was telling them ah, you just donate it, and it goes in the general coffers, and that'll pay the legal bill. No, no. They're actually setting up a fund just for this fight, and you yes. can donate directly to that fund. The information's on the webpage. So go to the CCFR webpage for more information on how to donate specifically to the legal fund.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So and hopefully they get yeah, somewhere with, with it. There's there's a good amount of things to uh, to pick at yes. in, and in, the, in those uh, OICs. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead, Kelly. I think I lagged down yeah, there for a second. And the
3: other thing is so Okay, so with the um there was a video that came out I think you guys, anybody who's interested in knowing more about it, watch the video because it really explains, Rod Giltaka really explains things well um, in the video and where to go and what to do. And then also uh, there's some really uh, big partnership it's a big partnership so there's our friend ryan stacy is is named as one of the um, applicants um ccfr rod giltaka himself uh we're also looking at wolverine as uh, supplies is also an applicant um who else is on that list there's a couple other people um I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's it's pretty big. The, the um, And then it also lists exactly what points that they're challenging. And uh, they're not only suing the government of Canada, they're also suing the RCMP hmm. as well.
0: That's Which right, for, for playing fast and loose with the FRT. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. not going to go anywhere. If ceas- no, wait now. I've asked this question before, so forgive me for asking it again. I have the memory of a goldfish. Part of C71 was to give the RCMP the power to move guns from whatever classification they want to whatever other classification they want. That was something in C71. Has C71 become the law of the land yet? Royal. Okay, so it has. So Mm you can sue the RCMP all you want. They're just doing what they're legally allowed to do. C71 was debated in Parliament and passed. "Quote unquote
2: democratically," but so that's not <laughs> under under yeah, what sorry. reason, right? So if if they start saying that, uh, oh, well this uh, this Mossberg seven fifteen, uh, they don't need uh, a reason tactical. according to C
0: seventy one though, Adriel. Uh, Being devil's advocate here to prove me wrong that they
2: don't need a reason to reclassify.
0: That's right. They were given the power to they were given carte blanche to move guns around as they see fit. They don't require a reason to change the classification of a firearm. They can just do what they Ooh, want Bill the uh, says which is passed a democratically. At,
2: what did it say that they could just ban willy-nilly or ban, like, they could, I don't know. Like I, Okay, I, I you're, saying, I banned.
0: Yeah, you're saying banned. You're yeah. saying banned. Prohib. Right. So, prohib is essentially a ban, but Correct. technically speaking, the legal terms are non-restricted, restricted, and prohib, and we have a couple of different kinds of prohibs. Mm-hmm. Their Correct. mandate allowed them to move a gun from one classification to another. It was debated Ah, and passed, ah, and now they ah, have the power to do that. Okay. Are you making noises, or what are you you trying to say?
3: So, Okay, so what I'm trying to say is originally – so the other people that are on that, um, so Wyatt from um, Maccabee are also on there, but – what they're trying to say is, okay, originally you had something that was submitted to the FRT lab, and it was given a non-restricted designation, and then it says it's not a variant of the IR-15. Yes,
0: and then they turned and, around and said it was, and we have copies of the FRT that says, correct. wait a second, six months ago. Your rationale for this to be a non-restricted firearm was that it was not, not. a variant of the RCMP now, or of the AR-15. Now, right. all of a sudden, you've changed your mind. You said the 715T Mossberg is
3: a variant of the AR-15? That
0: will make up your mind. Right. Where does it say they can't change their mind?
3: So that is one of the things that they're actually contesting It's because originally you had the finding that it wasn't a variant and now they are, now they're saying so.
0: Yeah. The the, the C-71 has given them the power to do what they want. So that part of the lawsuit I predict will not go anywhere Mm because the law is the law. And yeah. Okay. Six months ago, they said specifically explicitly, this gun is non-restricted. Because it is not a variant of an AR-15. They put that in writing, the silly bastards. Now, they've completely done a 180 on that and are saying it is restricted because it is a variant of the AR-15. So like well, using, is it or
2: isn't it? And here's your the logic: uh, It is whatever s- we say it is. Yeah, using your logic, they shouldn't what? have uh, said that it was an AR-15 variant. They should have just said, this is banned. This is now prohib. They can't say it's banned.
0: Yeah. Okay, B- banned. There's no banned. It's either prohibited, pro-hib. restricted,
2: or non restricted. I'm using yeah. a fast and loose term for what they're okay. doing. Like they could, they right. could just say, uh, "Oh, the so you're saying six months ago, six months now. ago, six months ago, they should have said this is prohibited." Uh, no, with the newest update, they should have said this is now prohibited. No, they said it's prohibited because yeah. it's variant to the Air 15. They're, they uh, are gotcha. leveraging gotcha. the power gotcha. that the, the gotcha. OIC yep. gave them. The OIC yep. said, this yep. is banned and variants. And the RCMP says, we're just doing our job. This uh, Mossberg is a variant of the Air 15 so here we so go banning. Y-
0: you think that they've done themselves uh, a disservice by backtracking on what they said and then by claiming that it is prohibited because it's a variant. They've shot themselves in the foot. It can't yeah. be... It can't no, I mean, they can ban it later. a later variant six months later.
2: I mean, if if they have the power to uh, prohibit said, firearms yeah. willy nilly, then he was more uh, uh, what, you. what could happen is that uh, I, I mansplained it.
3: <laughs> Shut up, both of you. <laughs>
2: I just spit my beer. <laughs> I'm, just, uh, I'm just feeding off this energy here.
1: <laughs> yeah, he
2: mansplained it, and I got it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kelly's gonna oh, kill me when she comes out she's here. Gonna kill both of us. Yeah, out there, your borders are open. My borders, borders aren't open. Yeah. No, our, our borders, are, borders are, open. are open. We're doing whatever. We're having barbecues. Uh. <laughs> are your borders really open? Yes, our borders were never closed. Like the the, the U.S. ones closed, but uh, B.C. Saskatchewan, you can you can go through Alberta.
3: They have they have like five people there that have it. Well,
0: that's so. interesting because I. Uh, I was under the understanding that they were keeping their borders closed until September, and that was one of the reasons no. that people were saying that the Ipsic Nationals couldn't happen because some provinces were keeping their borders closed. Well, and Alberta Quebec was named, is. I must have misunderstood.
2: Quebec, Quebec is. is. Quebec and so, Ontario are. Who cares? Well, yeah. if, you're on, if you're east of Quebec, uh, I guess you're flying if you can. Yeah,
0: for sure. But, I yeah. mean, um, if Quebec is borders are closed and they cannot participate in the Ipsic Nationals, then it's mm-hmm. not Nationals. You can't have a nationals unless every section is able to participate.
3: Well, that I, would be a reason, didn't hear right? Me, now. Right? I said Ontario no. closed too. I didn't hear. Oh,
0: you. I didn't hear that Ontario is staying closed. Well, then you're not leaving. You can leave, Kelly, but you got a quarantine when you get back. Is that the thing?
3: Yeah, I can't. Yeah, if I'm going to New Brunswick right now, I can't get to New Brunswick because well,
0: we won't let you in, but will Ontario Thanks. let you leave?
3: I think I can leave ish, but I have to quarantine wherever where I When go. you come back, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, I have to okay. one quarantine when I get there and I have to quarantine when I get back.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
3: So, because on terrible.
0: Well, pretty much all Canada is <sighs> on terrible right now. Okay, know. where yeah. are we with this? Uh,
3: I have no idea. Uh, Let's move
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we talking about news. Adriel. The CCFR is uh, doing a court challenge. Donate some money.
0: Oh, we beat that to death. Yeah. Okay. Regina Fish and Game donated 10 grand to the CCR for a legal challenge. You bet. What's the next one? How do you pronounce
2: that? Oh, your guess is as good as mine. Osceola?
0: Osceola? Osceola Fish and Game Club gave five grand to the legal challenge. Um, clubs and and fish and game are supposed to be challenging other people to match right like we need to yep. really push this so every yep. time your club donates to the legal challenge please notify us so we can promote the hell out of the good job your club is doing yep. and hopefully encourage shame other clubs <laughs> to step up and match
2: well, this is so. um, like we're uh, our microcast. We're talking with Tom from uh, Sherwood Park Fishing Game, and about how they were they were raising money and they were uh, getting into this uh, um, gun activism. And now yeah. it's it's kind of cool because now it's like, oh, look at all these other fishing game things now doing the they're doing the same thing. So it's a, it's really nice to see because uh, a lot of uh, uh, the. Perception I had around a lot of these fishing game so, uh, associations was that they were uh, hunters and uh, they didn't care about all this other stuff. Uh, but it's really great to see them stepping up and helping with uh, uh, fighting some of these for some of these gun rights. Right.
3: So one of my clubs that I belong to is a fishing game club, and I've been talking to the vice president there. He's a, he by the way he's a huge ccfr fan and gun advocate um but uh i was talking to him i after the sherwood park uh interview with tom i was saying that they're taking the range fees that they're getting from the law enforcement Mm -hmm. military etc and they're donating that back to advocacy groups and he goes that's a fantastic idea it's it is like basically Mm -hmm. you know it they still need a place to train and everything, so let's take the money and f- that we're getting from the Canadian government and sue the Canadian government with that.
0: I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Canadian Very government's going to use Canadian government money to defend themselves.
3: Yeah. We're paying for, like, we're paying basically to sue ourselves and then also to, yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Canada's going to be poor.
3: <laughs> Canada's poor.
2: <laughs> Canada's going to be poorer until our great grandchildren. Yep.
3: I know. Thanks.
2: Anyways, okay. it, it was really good to see the fishing Gle- game clubs uh, stepping up and doing this. It's yeah. uh, it feels like a tide change. I'd love to see more uh, uh, more of them step up and support the legal challenges that are going forward. Because right now, the legal challenges are our best bet to uh, uh, to reversing some of this stuff.
3: Yeah, one of the things that I I commented on it today is again people are kind of still going like the whole yeah I know Trevor but the whole um, twelve or twelve gauge um, ten gauge whether they're banned or not and mm-hmm. and and uh, they were commenting on it and people are having that you know sigh of relief or whatever and I'm going well you know what There two hundred twelve gauge just got added to it so and here's some of the ones that have been listed and. You know what? You yeah. really should, but no. not
0: because of the twenty millimeter foolishness.
3: No, because they look like AR-15s. That's right. Foolish. I
0: know shotguns aren't banned because I can buy a hundred of them right now. Yeah. All the guns that were banned, the good retailers were contacted and said, "Take these off your shelf." Yeah. That didn't happen with shotguns.
3: No, it didn't.
2: Were they contacted about the typhoons and that kind of thing? Uh, they told them. That's a good question. I don't think they've told
0: everyone that was in the initial OIC what they were contacted about, but I don't know about, uh,
3: no, because I know that some people are still getting product. That was originally when they ordered it non-restricted, obviously they could order it. And, uh, by the time it gets to their doors, it's now prohibited.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have mentioned like being on pre-orders and that kind of thing. And if it, like, if they bought it in a pre-order, it's still they're still going to make it and still going to get well, to them, right? You
3: know what? We talked to Ryan about that. Ryan mm-hmm. from um, Maple Ridge Armories. He did speak about that. He said it's essentially if somebody paid for it, it
0: yeah, it's it, It's yep. bought. We're just yep.
3: you know facilitating r- returning the product to them. Yeah. So,
0: like for example, uh, if Denny had any errors on consignment, yep. he was told to call the customer and tell them to come pick it up ASAP. He wasn't mm-hmm. told. Go lock that up. We're coming for it. You know what I mean? So, so.
3: the person can transport a prohibited firearm.
0: Yep. Because the rules no, are made up no. and don't it's, matter. It's, it's like the whose OI- line is anyway. So
3: the OIC states, though, if somebody is taking it from a um, gunsmith or yep. a retail retailer back, returning it to home. Yeah. They wrote that in the uh, OIC. Oh, so, there yeah. you go.
2: And you can, you can mail it to the states to sell it to you. Yep. Imagine we'll, we'll see some more of those options opening Should up in how to a year or so.
3: Michael Loberg was researching that. Yeah. So he posted that in CCFR as well. Nice. So.
2: Yeah. I imagine one of the importer exporters is going to start bringing some of that stuff to be sold in the in the U.S. I reckon. Be nice to know what prices we'd get because then we can choose the one that like maximizes revenue, right? Like SKSs. Strip it start down. buying SKSs and ship those down uh there's something to do with russian not chinese. russian yeah although both fast. russian and chinese there was both a uh yeah. okay yeah yeah all right that's why new they can't get stuff. those down to the states any um, new gun stuff on canada no
0: mm, no new gun stuff all right let's because get into OAC. our mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into our main topic.
3: Hey everyone, welcome to the main topic. Tonight we have uh, Miles and Carrie from Call Sign 66 joining us to talk about um, what exactly Call Sign 66 is. Uh, just to give you a little bit of information about it, their mission statement is I think it's their mission statement. Let me just read it off. Uh, Call Sign 66 is a veteran based organization founded to facilitate multi generational passage of information, ballistic applications, RD, and shooter development. Our function is morally motivated and experienced by I really like that. Is that your is that your um, mission statement?
4: Yeah, you can call it that for sure. Yeah, you stole my okay. intro there. So
3: <laughs> <laughs> awesome! All right. Well, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce yourselves, Carrie? Tell us a little bit about you, Miles. Tell me a little bit about you, and also, what is CallSign Six Six?
4: Yeah, so I I just retired. I did uh, fifteen years in the military. Um, from a sniper background, it's how I got involved with uh, 6-6 with Miles there. So, uh, okay. go ahead, Miles.
1: Yeah, myself as well. Retired. I did uh, 18 years there with the services. Uh, took on a constant sniper background and uh, started uh, the program, I guess you could call it 6-6, up in around 2015. And, uh, yeah, we've just been uh, going full tilt with that and um, continuing on experiencing and uh, keep our shooting uh, going.
3: Okay. So how'd you come up with call sign six, six? What's the meaning behind it for those that don't know? So the,
1: yeah, it was, um, I started off with, uh, I actually started with Funker tactical and I was approached to um, take part with Funker Tactical and do their long range program. Uh, talk about um, long range shooting and be their kind of go-to guy. However, um, talking with the guys, we didn't really want to base it off of one guy. We wanted to make it kind of something that we could give the opportunity for everyone and all shooters. And we're very much team-based oriented when we work together, operational, team-wise, shooting-wise anyways, right? So we didn't want to keep this about an individual or anything like that. So we came up with the uh, handle of call sign 66 six, which – most of us in the sniper community, um, it's a call right. sign for for a sniper team, yeah. as you can say.
3: Uh, so that's one of the things I did want to ask about was some of your uh, affiliations. So you're so you've on your website you talk about being um, affiliated with uh, Funker Tactical, um, also PGW Defense as well. So um, those are two great companies, obviously, to to be affiliated with. Um, uh, do you use do you use the PGW um, rifles during your courses?
4: Yeah, that's what we have for our courses, like for our rental guns, and then we shoot them as well, like for the okay. competition side. Right. Uh, as well as for our mentorship program that we have um, for active duty guys, and they're shooting the same thing that we we use at work.
3: Okay, so why don't we actually talk get into that then? Um uh, so you've been around for a few years. You, you talked about, uh, and uh, we didn't really talk about why you, Miles, decided to actually start this company. Why? Why exactly did you find the need to actually start the company? Well,
1: it came down to um, being out of the service, retired, and not really having a place to, for say, go anymore. Um, and it's it's not just myself. It's a lot of the guys that get out, right? Um, yeah. From uh, the normal resume to the snipers, uh, it's just a skill set that you've worked so hard for throughout your career. And um, we've had, had this opportunity with 6-6 to uh, present it to uh, multiple members to come back to keep the training going and keep uh, giving back to the community as well, right? So that's kind of why we started it. Uh, more of a brotherhood for the guys to come to and get out there and start experiencing kind of the, the new world stuff too, right? So we're always constantly learning, always keeping up our game and seeing what's new out there and and bringing that back to the operational guys as well.
3: Which is fantastic. I know that you have courses. You have both military and you have civilian courses. Are you able to tell us a little bit about both and what the differences are?
1: Yeah, for sure. The uh, The civilian courses, we don't teach tactics at all. So you're stalking, you're hiding, you're maneuvering, um, operational side of tactics. We we don't teach that to civilians at all. What we do teach to civilians is the marksmanship principles, marksmanship um, skill set, and how to uh, to get that first round hit um, at long ranges. Um, we definitely uh, have a intense program for that. On the military side of things, it's free game. We teach whatever we can teach to the guys, and whatever. Our experiences um, that we've learned, new or old, we keep bringing them back to the guys. And it's kind of one of those two-way streets where you know we take back from them, and they give back to us. And as well as the law enforcement side, uh, we work pretty heavily with them. Certain uh, some pretty good programs up with them as well.
3: Okay, do you do them both? At both, like like you guys are in Alberta, right? Do you do both uh, civilian and the um, military law enforcement on the same range or do you have separate ranges or where you're located? Where your your courses at?
4: We mostly do our courses so out we're, of we're uh, the Hill Gun Club by Consort. Okay, <laughs> this one. Um, Okay, Karen. We, we usually go to Nose Hill range and Consort there. Uh, we can get up to 1400 meters there, uh, mostly for our civilian courses. Okay. And then the last year or two, we've actually been able to travel. So we did a few courses in Saskatchewan last year, uh, did one in BCE last year. Um, so we can travel as well, but uh, most of our stuff is out of Alberta. But
3: okay, so you have
4: got the area and, and the people for the that's civilian side. just science.
3: civilian. It's not the military. What are, so, Miles, what you were you going to say about uh, the military? Uh, are you, you going to add to anything thought?
1: Uh, not much more to add to that, but like Kerry said, we're able to travel wherever we go. Um, and what's nice about uh, 6-6 is it's not just a couple of guys. It's, it's really about the community. And uh, we have uh, guys that are out east, um, operational guys that are more than willing to get in and, and uh, teach civilian courses as well, help us with law enforcement courses out east. Um, and as well, mm-hmm. out west here as well, too, so... It's just—it's really more about the community and not, uh, a, you know, a group of four guys.
3: Right. That's awesome. I've also seen that you're working with other companies like Gothic Line Armory. Uh, you were at the Drum Heller event uh, last year, our podcaster charity shoot, and Carrie, I know that you were helping out um, with uh, with people who wanted to shoot long range there uh, with Gothic Line Armory as well. So you guys are getting heavily involved in the shooting community as well and having events and different things. We're going to talk about an event here in just a minute. Um, but, uh, it looks like you guys are actually interacting with not just, as I said, military and law enforcement, but you're really actually giving back to the community as you, you talked about. So what do people need, um, to come to a course? So what's the cost of it? How long is it? What to expect those types of things? Carrie,
4: um for, oh, so our, for our uh, civilian courses yeah <laughs> go ahead miles i'm cutting in out here <laughs>
1: <laughs> no v2 there's a little bit of a delay not a big deal we'll work through it you go, go ahead Carrie. okay <laughs> so, uh, for our miles. civilian courses you
4: can bring we have a couple different courses uh, we have the precision and accuracy course which is our basic It's our fundamental course for long range precision. So we'll take you from zero to hero in two days on that one. And then bring. there's different applications. I was
3: going to ask about that specific course. Do you need to have some experience or you, can you be a novice shooter and come to that course?
4: Nope. You can be, we've had people that have never shot before come and do the course.
3: Okay. So carry on. What do you need? What do you need to expect?
4: All right. So, so there's a variety, like we can gear it towards hunting. Uh, there's a, there's a big interest towards the PRS style shooting these days. So we also have another uh, positional rifle course. Um, so you can bring your hunting rifle and we can show you how to utilize that to, we'll show you a kind of the, the maximum effective range of whatever your equipment is. So you don't necessarily need all the top stuff, but if, you have that stuff we can show you how to utilize it as well um we do have on our website you can see all the kit there that you need um but as long as you have a rifle uh some decent ammo uh, enough for the weekends usually 200 rounds um we can we can work with you on the rest of the stuff and then uh, go from there so you don't need necessarily need everything that always see people have it's nice to have but you don't need it to do the course as well as we also have um, rental guns as well. So if you want to rent one of our guns, you can use it for the the course. And then that's a good way to do it where you can see what you like or don't like before you buy something.
3: PGW um, rifles are are beautiful. So if you're able to rent one of those, go for it. What types of uh, cost are you talking about? You say a weekend, so I'm assuming it's two days, correct? Yeah,
4: usually Saturday, Sunday.
3: Okay. that
4: would be uh 800 bucks for the weekend and then uh i would have to check on the rentals i can't remember the price for the rentals but
3: okay do you stay on site or do we also have to get accommodations or um, anything else
4: we have the ability to do both at at noah's hill we can either stay on the range like there's an area to camp there and then you can either stay in town two consorts only about 10 minutes away so a lot of people we'll stay in hotels there and then come out or uh, staying at the range is convenient, but there's the ability to do both. So, but it'll depend where we're at as well.
3: Okay. So one of the things I read on your website was one of the biggest things you have to bring to the course is mental attitude. Tell me a little bit about that miles.
1: Yeah. You're starting your whole weekend off with coming to learn. You want that mental attitude and that aspect of coming to learn something new. Either you, You've been a, uh, a shooter in for some years, um, but you're you're pretty much paying us to come take our course to learn something new. So you you need to we want you to come here with an open mind, right? And it's not not that we know everything because we know what we know. There's right. a lot of things that we're still learning and we're constantly learning. We learn it sometimes as much from our shooters than they do from us as well, right? So. You got to have that open mind and that, you know, that mental aspect of, Hey, I'm coming to learn something new and I want to take that away. you set yourself up for success right away right. off the get-go with a good mental attitude.
3: Right. So teachable attitude. What is uh, one thing that people need? Okay. Besides the teachable attitude, what is the one thing that you recommend above anything that they just have to take? Is there anything just besides rain gear? Cause nobody likes shooting in the rain. Other than, uh, and and match grade ammunition, match grade ammunition. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, do you got anything else to add to that besides, besides the attitude, match grade ammunition equipment wise?
4: Yeah, that's, that's a good place to start. Really. Like your, your attitude is going to be the, the make or break on that. So.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell us about some things that are coming up. So you originally, when I saw Carrie, uh, I was talking to him and he was talking about, uh, having a women's event, uh, in July. It's was supposed to be planned for, for July or women's only course. So Carrie, do you want to tell us about what's was supposed to take place at the course? If it's still happening, what's going on with that?
4: Yeah. So we ran our first all lady precision grantful course last year, um, and it was pretty pretty popular to say the least and then um we were planning again for this year in july and then obviously what's going on it's been pushed back so we're gonna try and yeah. uh, i'm shooting for september um we'll see how it goes but uh yeah it was it was a one day course so we do a morning of theory and then an afternoon of shooting and just keep it as okay. introductory because everyone we've had so far has been a brand new shooter so
3: so um, what's, the, what's the course cost for that? How many people do you normally get? To, like you've already run one event. How many people did you have at the event? What's the uh, ratio of instructor to student?
4: So we, we always keep our instructor to student ratio uh, four to one. So we'll have basically like a shooter spotter team. Okay. Two of those per instructor. So then you're getting the, ma- the maximum instruction during that time. And um, I think if I remember correctly, it was 500 bucks for the day last year. Okay. And then we keep it one day because sometimes the two days can be it can be a long two days, especially in the sun. So, as an introductory course, we just keep it at that. And then uh, it was a big, it was it was a big hit, and it's actually one of the fastest growing demographics in in college,
3: I know of course,
4: but <laughs> the the long range, right? So yeah. We
3: so do you have anybody who's from
4: be- elder or so?
3: yeah do you uh, do you do you have anybody who's female who are instructors like yet so. or is it going to be all male instructors? do you have any female instructors or is it all male
4: instructors? So last year we couldn't get uh, just the time frame we couldn't but uh, we've approached a couple other uh, females that are were um, very accomplished in the PRS side of the house to possibly see if they've come up yet We don't have anybody confirmed but we would like to have that. So it's not just, it's kind of easier to some of the new, newer shooters, especially for the ladies, if it's another yeah. lady teaching them.
3: So, Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's really awesome. Um, so originally you said it was supposed to be for July. You've pushed it back to September. Why don't, Miles, what's the effect of COVID on your courses? What's happened with that? Have you been able to run any, not run any? Do you know what's going on with that? What's the plan?
1: Yeah, so COVID, like everyone, has pushed us back, um, pretty much gave us a stop drop on all our courses. Um, as of now, for sure, um, until things lighten up and we get back into the phases um, where we're able to accommodate numbers on our course. Um, so all our courses have been stopped uh, until further. We're looking at maybe, depending on how things go and depending on what province is where you're we're going to be at, but we're probably looking at uh, end of July to potentially run our first one uh, okay. and uh, from July to August and going strong from there, but okay. all depending on COVID.
3: How many, how many do, people do you normally typically put through a course? Typically we will have around eight to 12. Um, okay. We've had so- courses
1: that are smaller, that are, are, that are six, but typically the eight to 12.
3: Okay. Let's get into the whole OIC thing. What's the impact on you? Because it, it's not just about you know two two threes. There have been some guns that have been added to it. So BMG fifty BMGs. We also know that uh, that there's some other bolt action uh, firearms. KDX. They've lost a bunch, right? Uh, that have gone to prohib. Uh, what's the effects of OIC on you, your business um, courses? Recommendations for people to get rifles
1: for on the rifle side, um, we do have a couple that we had to put away um, until things get sorted out. Um, but those those rifles we tend to take out for our, our long range, our extreme long range, we call it. So our, our far distance out to the two thousand plus, um, and law enforcement and military side things too so that kind of put a stop drop on us is there a caveat out there yeah nothing yet for um us being able to take them for those courses there's nothing yet in place so everything's stop drop there's nothing we can do about it um, right now for that Um, but we do have obviously other rifles and calibers that we're able to use um to maximize our our potential
3: is there, if that doesn't get fixed, do you guys have forward thinking or any plans to make some adjustments to the, to that stuff? Or do or you think that we got two years to make some changes?
1: Yeah, we'll, we're definitely thinking, putting our heads together on uh, what's going on. Um, but I think right now we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, it's going to shorten our, our, our game up for sure but uh, we're stable, still able right now to, to make a lot of distance and achieve uh, some of these courses that we want to put on.
3: Okay. So um, with respect to your latest day, I just want to go back for for a second or any other events or courses. You guys, As I said, you guys are highly involved in um, different shoots that take place. If somebody wants to sponsor an event, um, are you accepting sponsorship or if somebody wants to participate in some way? How... Uh, how can they get a hold of you and how, what's, what's that look like? Because I know that uh, some people have asked about that.
1: Yeah, they uh, definitely. Like, and that's uh, what we're definitely getting into is a lot more sponsorship. Um, uh, companies wanting to sponsor uh, a course, um, fill a course. It's a matter of just getting a hold of us uh, and arranging a time. You can get a hold of us at uh, callsign66 at hotmail.com or through the website as well. And we're more than uh, wanting to accommodate
3: and, and putting in the course on for anyone okay so yeah and you just talked about the fact that you can well pre-covid you can go across borders as well and uh before we started recording i was saying miles i i wasn't sure if i'd met you miles but we we did meet at meford and carrie i met you at drumheller so you guys are getting across the country too so it's fantastic uh uh, Adriel do you have any questions or Trevor do you have any questions for these guys
2: oh it sounds like if uh, if people want to know more information about getting in one of those courses go to callsign66.ca and uh, yeah um, so now that uh, uh, public gatherings outdoors in uh, in Alberta are limited to 50 people you just have to maintain the 2 meters uh, yeah. distancing between everyone so you guys are going to uh, get some events scheduled or are you going to wait for that 2 meter thing to go away before you get them going
1: yeah, right now we're just we're just waiting thing waiting things out yeah. Yeah. until uh, we we can get a little more firm ground on what we're doing.
2: Awesome,
3: cool. Uh, Trevor, you have anything?
0: No, that was very good.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, do you guys have anything you guys want to talk about that we didn't cover during uh, during the interview at all with the lag time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, if we're, we we've uh, we've also started a. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but, uh, bolt action coffee, uh, new oh, coffee yeah. Coffee coming out. yeah. And oh, we're just, yeah. just about getting ready to kick off and go live with it. Um, there'll be more this during this weekend. Okay. Uh, we'll be, uh, we've got a pretty, pretty, uh, legit giveaway, um, with oh. that uh, coming up over this weekend. So we're really stoked about that. Um, pretty excited about it. And, uh, yeah, who doesn't That's like awesome. to drink great uh, coffee? So
3: I, I know, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, where's it gonna be available? Do you have have you set up already um, retailers, or are we just ordering it straight through you through the website? Yeah. So
1: so right now it'll be through our website, and okay. uh, retailers will definitely be approaching and uh, setting it up through retailers as well. But uh, you can uh, you will be able to get it at uh, boltaction.com dot um, com, and order it online to
3: there. Cool. I'm super excited about that. I'm love copy um, why don't you guys tell us about all your social media and also your websites and where people can get a hold of you or if they're looking for information
4: yeah we have Instagram and Facebook uh, okay. as well as you mentioned the website there call science ca
3: okay and if they want to talk to you guys about sponsorship or getting on a course then as miles said go and talk to you guys at callsign66 at uh, hot is hotmail.com
1: yeah. Yes. Hot, hotmail.com. It's fine.
3: Okay. So thank you very much for coming on. I was super excited about uh, being able to finally arrange something uh, with getting you guys on. And I'm sorry. It's during the pandemic. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's all good. Yeah, It's like get excited about stuff and then it's all stop. We're not going to do anything until this is all over, but you guys do. We do, got time to do this. Yeah. You guys are doing a fantastic job, by the way. I Just have to say it. Super excited yeah. to see anybody who's wearing a T-shirt hat. By the way, you guys have some really cool merchandise as well. So, no, thank just, you. Yeah, yeah. Go to the website, order the merchandise. Are you guys okay if anybody wears it or just? Uh,
1: no, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and a lot of the proceeds that uh, goes through the merch goes back into us sponsoring, uh, serving guys, still operational guys and taking them down to matches with us and giving them the opportunity to come with us, learn new things and take it back to their sales as well. Right. So uh, there's definitely a lot of of value in buying six, six swag. It does go to a good cause
3: and back to the guys. I didn't know that. So that's fantastic. Thank you for doing that. And also taking something that you've done operationally and turning it into something that you can continue to do and you know, as you said, it's the brotherhood of people around you that have done the same thing. So thank you for doing that.
4: Thanks for having us on.
3: You're welcome. Yes, Thanks, thank guys. You. Have a great night.
1: Yep. Later, boys. Great. You too. Take care.
0: Thanks again to the boys from Call Sign Sixty Six. If you want to learn to be a sniper, check them out. All right. There are my Lister to-do feedback. list.
3: like my. I no, just hold on. Uh, there are my two. Really. They're on my dreams course. Yeah, really. Course. Okay, go.
0: No, no, really. No, go. I'm good. No, no. I'm you good. interrupted after I started the next segment, so it must be really important. Please, don't let me stop you. We interrupt each other all the time. You did it's it kind already. Of the, kind of the show.
3: 14 times. I know. <laughs> and if you hey. don't make
0: a big deal about it, it's wasted. Like I- me. <laughs>
3: Oh my God! uh, As I had said previously on an episode, their course would be on my to-do list, my my bucket list.
0: So you took the trouble to tell us something you've already told us.
3: Shut up! Move on. (laughs) It's good. It's a good. I really
0: tried. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot-blowing, park-rising, Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. He also does knife and sword refinishing. I brought it? To, Yeah. I brought in some knives and swords today for him to refinish. And he Cerakoted a golf club the other day. So, listen, if you've got something you want Cerakoted, it doesn't matter if it's a gun or sunglasses. He can do it. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at www.dcgunsmith.ca. Follow him on the Facebooks and the Instagrams. First email comes to us from Carson. Hey, all. When talking about the Terran tactical pistol, Adriel used the phrase, You could say that they're precious. Adriel, you sneaky bastard.
1: (laughs) You are
0: (laughs) amazing. I laughed my ass off when I read this email so that was' be Adrian well done and I don't know if other people got the reference. Yep. Taryn got you too'd. Yeah, hashtag me too yeah Heron got er, Taryn got me tued by Jade's truck right before it's Jade's truck um, but I like to say Jade's truck right before um, shot show this year.
3: It was the video. It was it was it was really ad shot show. He is right. Oh ad shot
0: show. Yeah. Anyway, he he sexually harassed her. There's no two ways about it. Mm -hmm. He was basically trying to get her to drop her pants on the range. It was really creepy as shit, and he's a piece of shit. And uh, anyway, he kept asking her to show him the precious, and uh, it's all creepy, gross, old fat man stuff. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you could say that they're precious. I can't believe you said that, Adriel. You're a master. I went for anyway. it all.
2: I went for the. F- I swung for the fences on the last show. Yeah, and you got it. You got like. Did you get all seven words you can't say in a podcast? No, no there was two. There's two. I I, I uh, couldn't artfully get in. You'll do it, man. That's I
0: okay. have <sighs> Now, if memory serves, the infamous video didn't Taryn say something like, "Just show me the edge of the precious." Yeah. Interesting choice of words, Adriel. Take care, Carson.
2: Yeah, well done. Very interesting. Well done.
0: All right. Uh, Adriel, Kelly, who wants the next one?
2: Yeah, so i right. Michael. Hi, a uh, new newish shooter here. Came across your radio show as I appease the masculation Trudeau inflicted on me. I really like your uh-huh. show. For Trevor specifically, I love target shooting with pistols. I have a shadow too with palm swell grips, but I have small hands and D.A., Really doesn't put my finger in a comfy place for subsequent SA shots when I'm drawing out of a holster. Looking to buy a Phoenix Redback Optic ready for carry optic class just like yours. How does the DA reach on that pistol compare to the Shadow 2 in your experience?
0: It is the same, it's way out there. Um, the backstrap on the Phoenix Redback, though, is a 1911 back strap and it's more inboard. Mm hmm for lack of a better term, uh, than the Shadow 2. So the length of pull is somewhat reduced on the Phoenix than on the Shadow 2. The palm swell is not going to help your length of pull. It may help um, when you're in single action gripping the pistol, but for that double action, it's not going to do you any favors. Uh, I would stick with the factory grips on the Phoenix Redback for a while until you uh, see how you like the double action pull. Just keep in mind that the double action trigger pull on one of these guns is for the first shot of the stage. That's it. I mean, it's really important to learn to print that alpha on the double action from the draw. It is. You don't throw away any of your shots. You don't throw away your first shot. You don't say, I'm going to shoot this target first because it's easier and I'll get rid of my double action shot on that target. Then I'll go over to these targets. That is not a winner's strategy. Every shot, whether you're taking it, your double action or single action, shouldn't you shouldn't uh, you should not
2: plan anything special. Stage,
0: you shouldn't choose your stage plan based on your double action trigger pull. If you have to switch guns, or just learn. I see guys all the time. It's like. I'm going to do it this way, and this way, and this way, so that the swinger has time to slow down, so I don't hit the swinger on double action. Well, that no, that's not a, a good example because to activate the swinger, you've already fired a shot, and then you're in single action. But or I don't, don't want to take the don't steal. treat
2: the, don't treat the first shot any different than the rest. Right. They don't all plan, have to count. Don't plan for your stage the round. Yeah. No, I mean like the the shadow like it does have a cut in at the back here that allows for like a a, a higher grip on it. I'm not yeah. sure of like what the distance to the trigger is like, but I mean and he he is he is talking about IPSC I think cuz he's saying carry optics uh there. Carry so.
0: optics is uh, a USPSA term and an yeah. IDPA term. This gun wouldn't be IDPA legal. It's way too heavy. So mm-hmm. He could be shooting some kind of outlaw USPSA, or maybe he's actually at a a sanctioned USPSA club. I don't know where this guy is. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So, um,
3: well, he is going to have to let us know. Michael, let us know. Yeah. Yep. From Dave Kelly. Okay, so from David says, uh, hey, all, thanks for letting me know about the Remington 597 mags that were in stock at the Calgary Shooting Center. I paused the episode and placed the order. Hopefully, the Maple Seed events managed to run the summer in Ontario as I've been gearing up all winter for it. Uh, thanks again from a regular listener, Dave. Okay, so you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. And,
2: boy.
3: and also, go um, bed. So as soon as we can have events with more than five people... <laughs> And we'll, we'll be there. We made it uh, to 50. So we are hoping and planning for events. So um, I'm going to, yeah. I'm spending part of this weekend planning for Ontario. And hopefully they'll take place because the ones that I just canceled are obviously didn't. So Dave, I hope to see you at, at an event in Ontario.
0: Dave, I want to say good on you for gearing up over the winter. So many yep. people call me two weeks for a black badge and be like, I need a holster and a belt. You know, this is specialty stuff, and a lot of times it's not in stock and it has to be ordered even from the dealer because, yeah. you know, overhead is a killer and there's not a lot of markup on this stuff, so dealers don't carry six of everything. So good for you for planning way ahead and getting your stuff over the winter.
3: Looks like even he's been practicing. Even if it is just
0: 597 max. Yeah.
3: Practicing. I right. gearing up
0: i equate yep. gear with purchasing equipment
3: yep. okay fine
0: um from david hi i heard about you guys through the ccfr podcast and was wondering what classes you normally hold in edmonton area and what you plan to have available this summer uh fuck all is what we have
2: <laughs> planned for this summer david but typically you guys don't um, have anything yeah. in the Edmonton area i yeah. we've got maple seed We've got three gun and neither of those are slam fire.
0: Obviously, he's talking about (laughs) a (laughs) Frelatchi, but... uh,
3: Well, maybe he's not. No,
2: obviously. Come on now. Wait, 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 wait. CCFR podcast. Were you talking about the Frelatchi courses on there? Right. What was that? Maybe like an old one or something.
0: The episode I was on.
3: Oh, Okay. Yeah. Well, if he's listening to us, he also knows that we do other things other than, and we're not, uh, sure. all of us are not Trevor. So uh, You should
0: be though, really.
3: So... Uh, you a lot
0: cooler if you were.
3: <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Adriel. Anyway. So, Adriel's in the Edmonton area they're David, and uh, he's offering things like maple seeds and doing three-gun and ORPS and... Uh, what three-gun so. classes
0: yeah, are stuff. you teaching, Adriel, and can I sign up? courses uh or the not class courses, is, uh, is a match and you learn right at the okay match. Yeah. i'm sorry i thought you Gina was asking about classes but then kelly's talking about oh, it's, you a it's a class it's a class it's a
2: class you oh. know you haven't done well you get disqualified <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right who's up for chris yeah, uh you. okay okay Uh, In your interview with the fellow from Maple Ridge Armoury, you guys seem pretty excited over the development of a straight-pull chassis to move your AR parts to. You should see if you can get someone from Spectre Ballistics to talk about their light practical carbine receiver that they have developed, which sounds similar to MRA's product. Uh, They're close enough to have a product to go out the door, that they've started selling stickers as placeholders in line, a clever alternative to pre-ordering, and that they don't have to stick uh s- to stick to a uh, preset price worry about subtracting deposits from the rifle and the 72 hour the sticker is good for it means that they can move past the deadbeats in line quite readily not sure who will end up moving product first specter or mra but regardless it would be a cool interview thanks chris from edmonton cool. yeah we've had um, uh, we've had specter ballistics on before uh to yep. talk about some other products but we haven't had them on to talk about the uh, lpc yet um Maybe once they're they're ready to roll, we'll have them on to to talk about that. Because
3: it'd be interesting to see when they're coming out with that. Because uh, I do know that the uh, Ryan said from Maple Ridge Armory, they're looking at putting their their straight pull uh, next month.
2: Selling next month, I think uh, Specter is going to be doing the same because they're um, they're producing right now uppers and, and lowers.
3: Yep. So maybe. they had
2: been in development for a few months as well. So yeah, they they should yeah. both be coming up very quickly here.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Uh, it's
2: it's cool that we have two of them making at the same time too because then we'll have have options right if one of them sells out and can't produce fast enough the other one will will pick up the slack
3: yeah you know Chris Campbell from uh, Maple Seeds in Alberta right he came out to Drumheller came out to a few of them Mm -hmm. he gave a shout out today uh, for Maple Ridge Armory on their uh, customer service and replacing some parts even though the product's gone prohib so they're really first class operation there just wanted to say yeah Okay. That's it.
0: All right. Um, that brings us to Patreonies. If you would like to become a Patreonee, you can do so by heading on to www.patreon.com forward slash slamfire radio. You can donate as little as a buck or 50 BMG, which is now prohib. You can become a prohibited pa- excuse me, Patreonee of Slamfire Radio. Um, also, uh, you'll get some swag and uh, maybe some bonus content, et cetera. Adriel, question. Mm-hmm. If someone becomes a Patreon today, do they get access to all the previous Patreon episodes? Yeah. Wonderful. There you go. So you'll get some bonus material for signing up. Um, also, another way you can support us is by visiting Cabela's through the Slamfire Radio website. So you're going there anyway. Stop uh, by Slam Fire Radio, click on the link, go to Cabela's, make your purchase, and we get a little kickback. All these things help to support the show, pay the bills, keep the lights on at uh, Fortress Blanquiana. Shout-outs. Anybody have any shoutouts? I do. All right. Kelly?
3: So, I, my shout-out is for Kelly Kincaid. Just want to let everybody know that she is fantastic. On my other half here in Ontario, part of Kelly's Square, but she also uh, made it publicly known today that she has announced her candidacy for to run for the Ontario Directors of the CCFR. Please vote for her. Just saying. Nice. All right.
0: Good. Awesome. She would do a fantastic job. She's a she smart, will. hard-working lady. She will. All right. Um, until next week, everybody, please join the CCFR. Please contribute it to the Legal Defense Fund. Not the Legal Defense Fund. That's a different
2: thing. Legal Attack Fund. Right. Fund the, <laughs> the rabbit uh, attack lawyers. The charter yes. lawyers. Ah! Help. Get it? This is a Section 7 violation over here.
3: I've lost Help. the show.
2: <laughs> Help pay
0: this for the CCFR to sue the government so the government can use your tax dollars to defend themselves against you. Do that. Check us out on Gun of Canada. Like us on Facebook. We are at two thousand six six six.
3: I think that's a really good up number to be at. Right, we should s-
0: stay there. Right.
3: Well, it's a number, yeah. But call sign six six. All right. Mm, right.
0: Convenient. Yep.
3: Yeah. Very. Yes,
0: and uh, also contact your city councillor in case they're talking about a handgun ban in your community. Contact your MP and tell him that he's a douchebag and that he works for a douchebag. And uh, (laughs) what about the ones that
3: are like have conservative or whatever?
2: They already know. They're already talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But talk talk to your MP anyways. Yeah, that's right.
3: We need.
0: Yeah, regardless of what. Um, color the MP in your writing is you still got to talk to them because not every conservative MP really is up to speed on the uh, gun file. So oh, red or orange or blue, that color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let them know. Let them know you're a gun owner and uh, oh my god. So
3: I'm gonna go make a sandwich.
0: Make me one too while you're at it. See you next week, everybody. (laughs)